And what's good, family? And welcome to another episode of Jimmy Bond's Podcast right here on WPEB Radio, 88.1 FM, 95.1 FM. I'm your host, Jimmy Bonds, along with my co-host, Ty. T.Y., what's good, Ty? How you feeling? All good in the neighborhood, JB. Live from the 215. Live from the 215. You know how we do. You know how we do. You know, I can't forget my other co-hosts. I'm not here with us today. Always here with us in spirit. But I got two guests with us today to cover this topic. But before we get to them, let me give you our intros. Remember, family, you call us with your comments or questions at 215-472-0881. Again, that's 215-472-0881. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. It's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at jimmybondspodcast, on Twitter at podcastbonds, and make sure you join the Jimmy Bond Podcast Facebook group. Let's continue to open the dialogue. Move right along, family. Ty, what we talking about tonight, man? Oh, man. Adults that live with their parents. Adults that live with their parents. Ah, the stigma. The stigma that people have about it is consistent. It's always there. When you hear somebody say, I live with my parents, people kind of frown. And I'm talking about people of ages, even between 18 and 34, people frown at you for living with your parents. They, they look at it like, it's like, what's wrong with you? You lazy. You're a loser. And... I always felt that was it's one of them things where it's kind of like, why are you judging people for their circumstances? That's first. And then I always said, okay, this is, you know, everybody has different reasons as to why they live with their parents. Some people might actually live with their parents to help their parents. Some people might actually live with their parents and be an asset and not just be leeching off of them. Some people live with their parents to help contribute to the household. The household. There's so many reasons and variations. So to discuss the topic today, I brought two of my closest friends that I know to talk about this right here. I got, we're going to do ladies first, Mike, we're going to do ladies first. So I got my girl, my girl all the way from Port Richmond, North Philly, that is. I like to call her B-Stacks, but I call her, her real name is Beth Ann Vogt. Beth Ann, welcome to the show, mama, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? Doing good, doing good. Hold on, Ty, can we hear her? You got her? Let's get a little closer to the mic. I'm doing good, B. I'm doing good. Welcome to the show. This is the first time. Listen, she is a super supporter of the podcast. I can't tell you how many times I've been on the phone with this girl. and She's been giving me pointers and tips, things I should talk about. So I'm glad she's here because her opinion is definitely welcomed. I also have my boy. I worked with both of these individuals before. Beth and I used to work with. Mike, I work with now. So I got my man Mike here. My man Mike T. What's good, Mike? Say what's up to the fan, boy. Hey, what's up? How y'all doing? See, you see he get all like suave on you. What's up, man? How y'all doing? <laughs> I like to call him the Puerto Rican Jesus, because if you've seen him, you, you would know that's who he is. Plus, his ideologies are very similar to that as well. Not that he's Christian, but this is what he, he practiced, loves to practice, healing and helping people. Is that right, Mike? That would, would you yes, say sir, that's I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm a, I would like to say I'm more so spiritual than religious. Yes, yes, so. de- de- definitely, definitely. But a little combo of both. A little combo of both. <laughs> but both of, both of my people here, my fam, my friends, they, um, they are currently people that ha- have that experience of living with their parents. So... I wanted to get their opinion on this and what their sights were, with how they felt about it. So uh, let's start off with you, B Stacks. When people when people find out that you live with your parents, like what do you what do you normally what do you normally say to them, Mike? Um, I mean, ultimately, uh, if I'm asked, I'll provide it. You know, I'll let them know that I am living with my parents. Um, you know, it's not really something that I feel embarrassed about, but also too at the same time, it's kind of like I'm 38. 
and I'm just kind of like, womp, womp, you know, like I should be on my own. But in circumstances, there's a lot of people that I've met. They don't judge. A lot of people actually um, say stay home, um, you, know, it, you know, take advantage of it. But for me, I mean, I look at it like I'm older now. So my parents, I'm getting to learn more about them um, on an adult perspective. But for the most part, a lot of people, they really aren't judgmental that I've encountered with. Do you, do you think it's different for men and women? Yes and no. Um, so as a female, like any men that I have dated, you know, come across, I'm not going to provide them that information. And if they ask, I'll let them know. I'm not, you know, I'm not ashamed, um, you know, in terms of getting to know a person. But I feel like in a man's perspective, would it? Yes and no, because if you get a background of a person's, um, you know, story in terms of getting to know who they are and and they provide their, you know, motive of what they're doing and why, you know, they had a setback or what they're doing at their parents, um, it kind of defines on where you take it from that point on. That's true. I can dig that. Mike, what you feel about what she was saying? Um, I agree. So I agree to a, to a certain extent. I think it's definitely a... I think it's a little different. No, listen. Now you have to listen. <laughs> what's your opinion? Um, I mean, but before before you answer that, like, so when when you tell people that you live with your parents, or when you bring it up, not just in dating aspects, but when just like regular situations, like um, what what do you, how, what's the reception that you feel, and you know, how do you respond to it? I think it varies depending on who I'm talking to. So, like, for instance, like, if I'm talking to any of my boys, some of them are just like, yo, man, you're in the best position right now. Like, yeah. single, don't have any kids, you're living at home, you get to save and stack up your bread. Um, but then when I talk to, like, women about it, it's just like, oh, you need to get your stuff together. Like, oh, you know, you're a little older, you should have your own place, blah, blah, blah. Like, so, so it, everybody it, it, always be, like, concerned about, you know, like, what I'm doing financially. And it's just like. I don't know why you're in my pockets like that, <laughs> <laughs> but but that's but but that's what I'm saying that there is a there is a I guess as society society's eyes or how people view it, there is a difference between how living with your parents as a male is and living with your parents as a female is. Mm-hmm. It's a difference. Plain like I, I I'm not gonna fake. There's a clear difference. Like like I, like if a woman if a woman's like I still live with my mom, she's not, no one's gonna look at her like. You know, you need to, you know, get get, get up off, you know, what, what were you going to say? So for me, like when I've, uh, any t- I feel like men are always going to ask the woman to come over anyway. Like, I mean, I know a lot of women that do have their own place and um, some men who don't really, they don't really provide their um, information about like where their whereabouts are. Uh, they want to tend to go to the girl's house and kind of you can figure that out, you know, put two or two together that they don't have a spot. That's fine. But a lot of times it's the men asking the women to come over to their house. Uh, all the time, for me, that is. Oh, yeah, well, I'll be, yeah, I'll for Not you. Not like <laughs> I have all these guys. <laughs> like she, got, like she got the roster. Like, she's like, I got all these dudes coming. Oh, <laughs> but I'm, I'm saying, like, I mean, in your situation, that's what it would be. You would, a dude would ask you to come over right. more than you would be like, come over my place. Mike, what, do you, what would you say? Um, like, like, in your situation, is is it more women that, that have places that you can be like, I can come over? Or is it like, is it what Beth Ann was saying? It's more like, in your situation, it would be like, come over my house. Um, I think, it all, like I said, it all really depends. Because, you know, I feel like sometimes for a woman who has her own place and she is in that, like, independent state of being, sometimes a, a guy living with their parents is kind of like a red flag or like a turnoff to them. So, like, in my experience, sure, I've had some women that are cool with me coming over to their place. 
But most women, it's like when I meet them and that's something that they ask because nine times out of ten, that's one of like the first ten questions that a girl asks you when you meet them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's true. It's almost like, well, you it's like you look good, but it's not going to work out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but Ty, I mean, Ty, what do you think of that? What they were saying about like just the, the different perspectives, like men and women. What's your view on it? I think they spot on. And I think society has a lot to do with that as well. Yeah. You know, because years ago, there was no problem with living at home with your parents, you know. And I think as society moved on and different lifestyles and different generations, yeah, some people feel as though it's not a good idea, but you have to look at the circumstances. Everybody has different circumstances. It could be wealth. It could be health. It could be a number of things that's, that has them at their house with their parents. Yeah. You know? No, I agree yeah. with both of them. Though. What are you going to say? Yeah, you just, to, just to piggyback off of that, I feel like it's always situational because it's like if I'm, date, if I'm dating someone who has a similar situation, like they live at home with their parents, then it's like, oh, okay, I'm not really judging you. Mm-hmm. But again, like I said, when it's the person that has all their stuff a little bit like slightly ahead of you, so to speak, according to like society right. standards, that's when it comes like like a conflict. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so, I mean, in actuality, we, we really we judge people we, we're just judges because we judge everybody based on what they're doing or where they are. Is I think that, society puts it out there like that. Is that, is that, is that pretty much and what you would say? It should be based on the individual. Like they're saying, the yeah. individual should be yeah. based on the individual. I mean, I mean, B, what would you say? I mean, some dude comes around, he looked good, he looks great, but he lived with his mama. So, I mean, if I got to know who this person is um, on a personal perspective, like if, you know, he's driven, um, you know, in terms of like whatever his setback was, um, you know, where he's leading to. I mean, like actions speak louder than words. So like you, if you're getting to know this person and then you actually see what they're trying to do and they're working hard, um, you know, like you can kind of see like it, they're going to get their spot eventually. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's not like they got potential. Right. So, I mean, if they, you know, talk to talk and then, you know, months, you know, weeks go by, months go by. And then like, they don't really bring much up because usually somebody who, when they're driven, they're goal oriented um, and they want something. Yeah. Um, they tend to get excited about it, especially if for a person who understands their circumstances. Um, it's not like providing proof or saying like, you know, this is what I'm doing and checking in on. It's more or less like they're excited about where they're, leading into and yeah. it just so happens to be expressed can, so like can you can kind of tell by a person's like demeanor so so really it's about the person i mean I, I, that's why i love y'all because y'all you you have objectives you know your mind is very objective it's not like you know this is the way everybody is i'm gonna tell you like when i'm when i'm out there in the streets people are like women are like no nah, you need to have your own crib like point blank mm, yeah you you're know, a loser if you don't why are you still living with your mama if I go, if I go all the way back, remember Scrubs time? Remember they, they made Scrubs? If I yeah. go all the way back then, I mean, we talking about like, like this is how they look at at men who don't have their own place, yeah. who don't have their own independence per se, you know. And not that, and not that it's it's so easy for men now. It's not easy for us, right? But society will tell us if we're if we don't have X Y Z, we're not really amounting to anything. Women is different. Women is completely different. If even if a woman is say like she's not driven or not ambitious, she's living at home with her mom, working her regular her regular job. That's what she's doing. Like everybody's gonna look at that like, oh well, she's fine. You know what I mean? I, I get it. She's saving her money. Get your money, girl. Get your money. Ain't that what they're gonna say? <laughs> <laughs> you know they're gonna be like, save, stack that bread, girl. For us, it's like, bro, why you ain't got your own car? How come you ain't got your own crib? Don't you got a couple of kids? You're supposed to be out there taking care of them kids and make sure them kids have whatever. Like this is the this is what people really say. 
I'm I'm not trying to sugarcoat it and make it sound like oh let's let's just be nice about it. Nah, people really be looking at you crazy. Listen, straight up, I'm, <laughs> am I right? <laughs> listen, I tell people all the time. It's like people are gonna, you know, they're gonna sugarcoat things or they just gonna fake the funk. They're gonna fake it till they make it. So a lot of times, people will. It sounds good, you know. It's like it sounds good when a woman says, "Oh yeah, if he's getting his stuff together and he's not really, he doesn't have his own place yet." Like I still give him the time of day. But then it's like when the opportunity actually comes around and you meet that person because they said that you don't even necessarily sometimes get the opportunity to get to know that person because you already decided to like put all of your previously like understood opinions on life on them. It's like, oh, well, because he doesn't have his crib, he's he's a deadbeat. Yeah. Because he doesn't have a car, you know. Yeah. So it's always got to be like a situation that occurred. It's like, well, what if he just. He just likes to be out the way. What if he enjoys his peace? What if he feels like at home when he's with the people that love him the most? It's just better than being out here struggling to pay rent and live check to check. Yeah, I mean, but 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 like I said, that's a very objective way to think about it. Because like I said, people don't look at you as being successful if you don't have your own place. You could be you could be lining yourself up for starting your own business in a year. You could be lining yourself up for investments. Just to just to be like, well, I'm gonna, in a year I'm about to buy this house, flip this house, do do X, Y, Z. You be lining yourself up for it, but because people don't see it in front of them or they they have evidence of it, it's to the point of like, oh, you ain't doing nothing. You lazy. You lazy, right? So I was reading this article in Medium, and I like to read different articles from different places to kind of research this. And there was two. There's two different types of thought in this on this type of level, right? So there's the there's the pros. Who people who understand, and then there's the cons of people who don't understand. People really don't care. So I'm gonna read you. I'm gonna read you two different threads, and I want to get your opinion about it. So the first one is more of a supportive, supportive aspect of people who live in at home. All right. It says, "I mean, I'll be 37 this year, and my mom and I are roommates. We like living together. She's my best friend, and as long as nobody takes advantage of each other, I don't see the problem. My kids love having Granny in the house, and it's easier for both of us financially." There's nothing wrong with a family with a family home as long as you're taking care of each other and yourself, right? So that's the pros. That's love. That's understandable. Then there's the flip side to it. People with their opinion are saying, "Oh, it's pathetic. Get off your and get a job and learn how life works. It's not easy. To, it's not easy, but you need to learn how to survive. When your parents die, what are you going to do? Get out there and take risks to live life." This is a major problem in America with men and women pretending to be children living with their parents. Hmm. Pros? Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it, like, in terms of, like, because I know my own perspective. Um, so the, the, the first one that you read off, it's, that is, that's good. That's supportive. Um, and, you know, in terms of, like, her mom being as well that supportive yeah. um, it is helpful but however how long does that last until when you do actually meet somebody and you're infatuated by them and then you want to spend more time with them and now you feel awkward because now you got to bring somebody into your house now you feel like you're 16 again and sneaking around and it's kind of very annoying at the same time because yeah this person's like fine you know it's cool you got a spot but at the same time they might get a little frustrated going Listen, when it, you're, you know, your mom's here all the time. That's, you know, it, and at the end of the day, I mean, it, it is a good thing, but it, 
that only lasts for so long. And then in terms of the uh, negative side of it, saying it's pathetic, it's not really pathetic. Now, in terms of, yes, I do agree. I say the same thing to myself. I always look at it as if my parents aren't here. Um, and, you know, in terms of my own situation, um, I'm very grateful. Um, they don't bother me. Um, you know, they are, they always look out for me, but I, I never ask them for anything still to this day. Anything I got for myself is all by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, if I was ever in trouble, immediately they're there. But, um, it, it does come to a situation to where I look at it right now and I go, they won't be around forever. And what if I was in a position where I'm asking my sister or I'm asking my brother now I'm in some obligation of like, finding something that's you know maybe two jobs and I don't have time and then I'm just making pennies um so it's like right now is the time where like I reflect in a way of I'm very grateful and these are circumstances that I am really taking seriously about for my future because yeah save your money um you know do what's right for yourself that's why I've been single for all this long because ultimately I don't want to be distracted. And it's not that I can't balance a relationship out, but the whole thing is I'm trying to be where, you know, my goal is to get my own spot, you know, um, and level up. So it's, you know, if I meet somebody and they're okay with it, you know, time being, but at the same time, I just don't want any distractions because at the end of the day, if they do have a problem with it, it is what it is. I know where I'm going because they're not going to stop me. There's plenty of people out there for me in my future, so... Yeah, I, I could dig that completely. I could dig that completely. We, we, I mean, she said a lot, but what'd you hey, think? Listen, Mike, I'm I, like over here shaking. I the agree. Back. I agree with everything that she said. For the, you know, um, everything she said was pretty much on point. Um, as far as you know, the first situation, um, like you know, like she said, I mean, to me, it sounds like you know, you got a single mother. Both of them are single moms, living together to just offset you know the cost of living because the cost of living right now is astronomical. Um, and honestly, that just makes sense from a financial perspective. It makes sense from childcare perspective. You know, now mom is there in case daughter wants to go out and meet somebody and go yeah. out on a date. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I just think that makes sense from the from the family perspective. Um, as far as, you know, the, the negative side, uh, I think it's really just like a one-sided opinion. It's just people just constantly have something negative to say. And, um, and when people are opinionated about things like that, you know, it's because they live in a different situation. And, and even though we all have the same, like, like we have the same living situation as human beings, yeah. meaning that we have life, we don't all live the same life, if that makes sense. It, no, it makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. And and I, I wanted to bring up both of those type of examples because this is how people really feel. People really, there's, you got two ends of the spectrum. You got people that are like, you know, stop being lazy, you're a loser. And you got people who are more understanding about the circumstances to realize, like, hey, this works better if we all live together. You know what I mean? And if, you know, if we talk about other cultures, you talk about the way other cultures are done. Just doing some of the research I did on, on Pew Research, probably the majority of European countries, people still live with their parents till at least they're 34, 35, 36 years old. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's just culture the way it is. It's not, it's not like, oh, well, you know, I'm just going to move out. Um, the countries that, that that kids didn't live with their parents for the longest were all the Scandinavian countries. We're talking about Denmark, Sweden, and Norway, and uh, Finland. So all those countries, the kids don't stay living with their parents for long periods of time. And part of that has to do with, with the social aspect of the support the government provides for their citizens, right? 
So, and because those Scandinavian countries live under a different social socialist aspect where they support their, their citizens, you know what I mean? If they're unemployed, if they need X, Y, Z, their retirement, they have all that taken care of. So if I have the government taking care of it, I'm not going to be living with my parents, right? I'm just, that's just not going to happen. But if I don't, in our situation like we have here, the welfare is not the strongest, the health care is not the strongest, our job security is never the strongest. So we have to, in a sense... It's not about having a fallback, but if, if all if everything if all the bottom falls out, where you gonna go? What you gonna do? You know, now that you say that, um, she brought up a really good point when she was saying how she has a lot of gratitude. Cause yeah. I feel the same exact way. Yeah. And quite frankly, you know, when the pandemic hit, all I could think about was, man, if I wasn't living at home, how could I afford to pay bills? How could I afford to 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 have a place to live? Um and luckily for me, I started playing with the stock market and with cryptocurrencies back in like 2018. So like when COVID hit, that's when everything started booming. And I was able to, you know, make an extra little bit of money that allowed me to not have to work until mid-2021. Yeah. So like I got, I was let go in uh, February of 2020 and I didn't have to start working again until August of 2021. Yeah. Yeah. So that yeah. was that was great. Like th- I was helping other people um with their cryptos. Me living at home was able I was able to like, you know, educate my parents about eating healthier, like the importance of good health, yeah. uh, the importance of taking daily vitamins. Yeah. So I was just thinking, man, this is a blessing cuz if I wasn't home, who knows what could have happened? Who yeah. knows, you know, who knows what they would have done? Yeah, I actually during the covid, I mean, I um my I work, TD Ameritrade, we were able to work remotely. Um, fortunately, I, you know, I had that ability. But, you know, being that um, they had um, just laid me off back in November due to a merger, um, I was actually having the aspect of the unemployment, you know, like those waiting weeks on all those people waiting because it was so backed up and they got nothing, even though, you know, student loans were on pause and like, you know, the tenants of, you know, that were renting were, you know, able to get by. But then once those windows open, um, they didn't have a job. Um, they pr- couldn't make the rent and they couldn't make their car payment and they lost everything. And, you know, my sister is married. I'm well, she's married now, but uh, you know, her husband was working, um, as a crane operator and he still does, but she's a hairdresser. So she, her money is her tips. Um, so she, you know, gave me an idea in terms of finding little things that's going to make you money. Like she did Poshmark where she was just selling things. Um, you know, she does make stuff. So she made a, what she could make off of doing Poshmark, but it just gave, gave me a more of a perspective going, what other little tiny things can I do on the side for myself? You know, um, be, you know, because if the situations like this happen in the future, God forbid, like, you know, if I am by myself still, well, you know, so I, I think about it in those aspects where everybody might have it now. And some people who do live on their own, they're, you know, their rent right this moment in this market right now are, is significantly high. So you're paying to just go to sleep and mm-hmm. it sucks. Yep. And that's just the way that the world is right now. The yep. food's high, rent's high, car, you know, car payments, everything. And so, like, are they happy? 
and then they're already in the, our business to say like why aren't you moving out and our circumstances aren't that great either we're you know it sucks but yeah we're grateful to be at our parents because we're learning from all these different things that are happening not a lot of people have that opportunity and not a lot of people have that opportunity to still be around their parents because they might be not living right now so i take that also into effect where they won't be around long and my brother and my sister are you know they're out of the house um you know so it on a perspective of those things i look at it like it's just a learning lesson in the making um to prepare myself for the future mm. mm-hmm. i mean it's true they're not gonna be there forever you know you do got to prep yourself for for when they're not there but at the same time like i mean for me it was different i mean i was thrown to the wolves at like 14 so i had to live by myself at, at a young young age mm-hmm. and to do that from 14 to 20 or 30 28, what's it, 28, 30 years old? 30 is when I moved to Philly. So from 14 to 30, I lived by myself pretty much. And to then have to come back and live with my mom again. Uh, you talk about a, a, an experience. <laughs> you talk about, like, changing your whole lifestyle from how you used to run to, like, yeah, uh, not no more. I I can't run like, I can't run these streets like I used to. You know, no, she can't come over tonight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like it's just, it's just the... The shell shock of it all, because as much as people think that they got everything going on, they good, they working, they job, they doing this, they doing that. Like, let me explain something to you, family. Like, any given day can be your last day at work. Any given day. I want you to go ask all the people that work at ESPN who got fired last week. Any except given for day. Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said except Stephen A. Any given day can be your last day. So as much as. As much as you look at people and they be like, they got it going on, they got a good job, they got their house, blah, 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 blah. Like, for real, for real, all that could be gone tomorrow in a heartbeat. So as much as you, you might frown upon people that live with their parents, in actuality, what it sounds like is you're a little jealous that they live with their parents. And, and you, you want that same circumstance so you can have some of that responsibility you have. You, it could go somewhere else. You ain't got to worry about it. You know, if you could save $800 a month for rent, would you say? Wouldn't you save it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you could, if you could, if I was at home and I live with my mom, God rest her soul, if she was alive, I still live with her, and I was able to save the money I make. She can take care of my kids too. What? Well, I would. You wouldn't. You couldn't tell me nothing. I love the home cooked dinners. I'm telling you, <laughs> and come home, and come home to home cooked meals. She cooked for me every night too. Ain't nothing like mom's cooking. Yeah, ain't nothing like her cooking. So it's like, it's like you look. look Indeed. I, 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 I can't even tell. When I see people that, that live with their mom or their, or their parents, I'm never like, oh, man, you, you out of it. Like, no, I was there. I know what that's like. And I, and I was independent for a long time. I know what that's like. Being independent is not cheap. <laughs> okay? As much as you want to scream being independent and all this other stuff, it is not cheap. It, it, it costs a lot of money to be independent. All right? So I want nobody being like, well, you know, I got my own stuff going on. Like, nah, you know, you coughing up at least 70% of your pay each month to all your bills and your expenses to be independent. Period. Point blank. Unless you got a job where you make a hundred thousand. And if you have a job where you're making that much, you probably can either buy a house or you living in you living in some place where your rent is like eighteen hundred dollars a month or twenty one hundred dollars a month. You're like I can I can afford it, so I'm I'm gonna spend it. I mean that's really what you're doing, right? You know, it's crazy that you say that because I always tell people, you know, some of my friends, they live like high ex- like expensive lifestyles. So I'd be like, at the end of the day, you know, I might make, you know, a lot less than you. But at the end of the day, my take home at the end of the year is literally probably the same as yours. Period. Like the stuff, Period. That, like, like yeah. at the end of the at the end of the month, 
what's in my savings account is just about as much as in, it is your savings account because you just paid all these bills. You just spent, you know, three thirty five hundred dollars this month yeah, out I, of the five thousand you make. I had a friend <laughs> that um she, you know, she loved the keep you know, keep up with the Joneses, so mm. to speak. Um and she lost it all during COVID. All of it. Um, she got it back, but in terms of taking any job, no, you know, not setting herself up for retirement. She always wanted like the best of the best. So when she started back into work, she got the best of the best and then she lost her job. So it was just like, it's a repetitive cycle on her. And I look at it going, what is your future? You know, what are you actually planning? You're taking, yeah, you can get a job any, anywhere you want, but you're not really establishing yourself a career. So for me, like, I don't want to switch my career. I know what I want to do. So I'm not going to settle. So I, you know, I feel like when you have less people, um, that are negative around you because yeah, it could, it could affect you because, you know, over time, like, you can think about it going, damn, I want to get out of my parents' house, you know, and it could hit you. It could, you know, days, you you know, not so great and days going, you know, you feel good. Um, and then when you have people that are, are very negative or not supportive, um, you know, then they aren't, they don't need to be in your life because I would keep it moving at that point um, because that, they're not going to be open minded. They are who they are. I don't need that in my life. Yeah, that's the truth. That's but the truth. Once I'm leveling up, then where are you at? <laughs> they, they be looking at you, they, but at but that point they don't have a job no more. Listen. They look, they looking at you like, can I come stay with you now? That's that's pretty much what they saying, right? Listen, as you level up, sometimes people don't get to reach that level. Like, and sometimes people stay on on that level, especially from a conscious perspective. You know, a lot of the times, the people that have the most negative comments to talk about are literally adult children consciously. You know what I mean? They are they are secretly jealous. They are secretly hating on you from afar and they and they disguising it as like oh I'm, I'm just showing you some tough love or i'm just trying to you know that, that's give you some advice that's yeah, that's it's the... more like you're preaching to the choir these are things that are already here you know it's like don't tell me something i already know it's not like i'm sitting here like i'm born yesterday i'm you know i'm 38 so. this is a choice <laughs> they try to tell you tough love like you ain't intelligent enough to be sitting around making these decisions for yourself like i sense. like I, I ain't thought about this before oh no i, I never thought about that right Oh, I get it. Yeah, right, right. You can. You got the best ideas. <laughs> Your ideas are so much better than mine, right? But yeah, I, I, look, I'm gonna take a listen. Listen, I can go on all day about that. Listen, we're gonna take a quick break. Member family, you call us with your comments or questions. Two one five four seven two zero eight eight one. Again, that's two one five four seven two zero eight eight one. You can also email us at Jimmy Bonds Podcast at gmail.com. Again, that's Jimmy Bonds Podcast at gmail.com. It's J I double M Y. B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. This is Jimmy Bond's podcast on WPEB Radio 88.1 FM. We'll be right back. Project Home. Project Home empowers adults, children, and families to break the cycle of homelessness and poverty, to alleviate the underlying causes of poverty, and to enable all of us to attain our fullest potential as individuals and as members of the broader society. They believe that working to end homelessness and poverty enhances the quality of life for everyone in our community. For more information, or if you're looking to support Project Home, or for more information, please visit their website at www.projecthome.org. This has been a public service announcement from WPEB 88.1 and 95.1 FM, West Philadelphia's community radio.
JB. Yes, family. Welcome back. WPEB Radio 88.1 FM, West Philadelphia, 95.1 FM. Remember, family, you can call us with your comments or questions at 215-472-0881. Again, that's 215-472-0881. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. It's J-I-W-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. Again, family, we are discussing adults living with, living with their parents. We're going to play some music for you. We'll be right back to continue with discussion with my man Mike T, my girl B Stacks, Beth Fan Vault. Family, thank you for listening. We'll be right back. Hold on a second. Hey, this is Michael from Upper Darby. This is the Jimmy Bond Podcast on Every Day Radio. And welcome back to Jimmy Bond's Podcast right here on WPEB Radio, 88.1 FM, 95.1 FM, West Philadelphia. What's good, family? We are discussing the topic of uh, as an adult living with parents. Um, and how that has affected you in any kind of way it does. Family, you can always call in with your comments or questions at 215-472-0881. Again, that's 215-472-0881. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. It's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. We are lucky to be joined by my man Mike T and my girl Beth Ann Volt. Definitely dropping some knowledge, dropping some bars about this experience of, of being an adult living with parents. Um, I always thought it was dope because everybody's experience is different. You know, not everybody has the same experience. Not everybody has the same circumstances, even to how they got there. You know, sometimes it could be you're living with your parents and, you know, your parent might be have an ailment. They might be sick. You got to go home and take care of them. You know what I mean? So you'll give up your freedom to make sure your parents are okay. Now, not everybody does that. Some people be like, well, I can put you in a nursing home. Well, I can call your home health aid, and they can come take care of you. Then I ain't give them my spot. You know, some people can be like that, but for some some kids, actually take the take the the responsibility of taking care of their parents. Um, I was one of them when I moved back to Philly. I took care of my grandparents and my mom indirectly, um, just to make sure that they had what they need the best way that I could. Um, it wasn't always peaches and cream. And on this segment, I kind of wanted to talk about just that experience itself. Like, you know, when you're an adult, you live with your parents. Because of all the experience you've had inside the house and outside the house, like you're, you're different than what you were when you were a child, you know. So your opinion and how you feel and your lifestyle sometimes isn't conducive to living with your parents. You know what I mean? So I want to talk about that a little bit. Like Bethany, you were talking about some of the ways that you were experiencing the friction of living with your parents and and you know arguments or di- disagreements you would have. Like how what what was that like? What what is that like? Um, you know, it's just because, you know, as an adult, they know that I'm an adult, but for some reason, and I'm the baby of the family, that they still look at me like I'm 16. (laughs) It's very frustrating. Like, being a baby, it you don't get away with everything. It's not always true. Some. (laughs) 60%. Um, so, I mean, my, so, my dad, like, because when I explain or maybe, like, analyze, like, what it is that we're actually arguing about because I don't like to like I, I need five minutes like to just calm down for a second before like you know someone set me off because like my mom she she and I are like alike so she don't want that me I'm just like trying to be the bigger person and not enticed in this argument um so I'm just trying to like bring it down a notch my dad does have my back I'm not gonna lie Daddy's good. My dad yeah, exactly. does got my girl. back, you know. Daddy's good always. Because he 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 listens, you know. Um, because he understand. Like I do have an understanding of like where my mom's coming from, but sometimes, you know, 
um, you know, they are getting older, right? Yeah. So yeah. I've noticed, and uh, she might disagree, and she might listen to this, um, that she does not always remember what I say. But I'm not going to lie, sometimes I'm really quick with it too. But I also, that's another part where it's like, you know, I'm an adult, and it's like, I don't have to tell them where I'm going, but then yeah. where I live at at the same time too, that's another factor. Yeah. You know, Philly's yeah. been crazy, so I also too understand I've been in my own situations um you know with the crime out here yeah, so yeah um and i am a female so I, I that's also taken in consideration um but you know i also you know besides the arguing with my parents you know um my mom's not being she's not able to do the things that she used to do when she was like in her 40s you know um so that that's also a factor of me like um, if she needs something, yeah. um, you know, especially too for my dad. Um, I mean, he most part he he handles things. You know, when my mom hurt herself, um, she was incapable of doing stuff. Um, so we were contributing. Um, so that's another thing, like where I also worry about them at the same time because of the way Philly is. Yeah, that's real. So that I think even if I moved out, I would still go and check in on them because I want to make sure the door is locked. Like, for real, I want to make sure the door is locked, you know, because it that is my worryment. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's understandable. That's understandable. I mean, so in a sense, like you, as much as you might argue or have disagreements, you understand that your role there sometimes it's like, you know, sometimes it's like we might not want to do it, but sometimes we got to do stuff that we don't want to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. As much as we might not want to live with our parents, it might be essential for th- for them to have that support with you there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's how your family dynamic works. Yeah. That's what works best for your family. You know, not what society says the way your family should be, mm-hmm. but the way that your family works. Yeah. Right? What you say, Mike? I mean. um, So, like, I'm big on, like, astrology. So, I feel like, like, me as an air sign. I'm really lo- like I'm really logical with how I think. Oh, you big on astrology too. So, um, <laughs> and I live in a house full of water signs. Uh, what's your sign? So I'm an Aquarius. Oh, here we go. So <laughs> I live in I live in a house with you know water signs, and a lot of times, according to astrology, the water signs are the folks that they like express themselves through how they feel. So I feel like a lot of times, sometimes the, the, like when I do get into like any type of argument, I always try to be like, hey, you know, like I understand why you're frustrated. But it's like, why are you frustrated about something that's, like, so small? You know what I mean? Like, we all got a lot going on. You know, it's Sunday. I'm sorry. I forgot to take the trash out. But that shouldn't be something that, like, causes, like, friction within the house. You know what I'm saying? It's like, like, things that actually matter should be the things that you you want to argue about. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And and honestly, you don't even have to have an argument because we're not little kids. Like, we're we're adults. It's different when I'm, like, you know... When I was in high school and I was actually like a young child trying to like express myself and I really didn't know anything about life. Right. Right. But now it's like as an adult, when I'm having these type of conversations with my family, it's kind of like. It's almost like it's, it's really frustrating in my mind and I find myself trying to just like stay calm. Like I find myself being the one that like tries to like, yo. Hold on what are we actually arguing about? Right, you know what I mean? Right, like, what are right. we actually talking about? Yeah. You know, there, there's so many other, there's so many other people that are dealing with actual craziness that it's like for us to actually not just be showing each other love constantly, just, just being, uh, in a place where home is, is the peace yeah. on this crazy earth. Yeah. is you know, that, that, that's really where, where I find myself a little bit frustrated. And I feel like 
sometimes I feel like I'm not going to find that until I do eventually leave the nest. And then when I do leave the nest and I'm officially gone, that's when they're going to be like, oh, man, I miss him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it literally, it'll literally be like one minute, you know, we'll have like an argument. And then like two hours later, it'll be like, Man, you don't ever have to leave the home. You don't ever have to leave. <laughs> oh, we love you. We, we love you. you know here. I mean? We want you here. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I had that. You need to get your own place. And then it's um, it's expensive, you know? Like, how are you? What, are you going to live with somebody? And I'm just like, you want me out? You want me in? No, it, it, it's it's more or less like, you know, they know that I do. My parents are very smart. My mom knows me. Like, She just knows. I don't mm. know how. It's just you will come mom and you just know everything. Right. And right. Uh, <laughs> so she does know what I want. Um, and I, you know, they gave me that space. I mean, I'm an adult, you know, like, so it's not like I need to be told what to do. Like, you know, you just know. Um, and so it's, there's never really like things like I didn't do around the house, you know, like I'll do things around the house, but it's like, if we're having a conversation about a topic, (laughs) we all agree to disagree and it's like, you know, so that's, I mean, those are the small ones, but it's ultimately, it's not been awful living there. Um, so, yeah. I mean, but that's why I say, like, more than anything else, like, um, I've really, I, I, I never took living with my parents for granted, living with my mom for granted, because, I mean, it, it's it's just beautiful to have that situation, right? But... I could tell you the days, the days, the days I would wake up being like, yo, she called me for one more thing. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro, she called me for one more thing. I'm about to throw this, I'm about to throw the TV down the steps. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how you feel because it's after a while you get to be like, yo, why are we, why are we like always dealing with this? You know what I mean? But as you say, like, you know, arguments come up. But after after you're done, they're like, oh, I'm so glad you're here. Like, you know, I love you. I love the fact that you're here. It helps us out. But it comes, it as as they say, there's always a catch-22 with everything, right? So if, you, if you're independent, you live by yourself, there are some caveats to like, eh, I'm not sure, you know, whatever. You live with your parents, still the same way. They still got some some signature things that you're like, I wish, I wish this was different, right? But I, I feel like, I feel like people live with their parents. You have a more closer connection with your family and your cultural aspect and, and, and the things you do as a family. Because just just because you're black don't mean that, that your family operates in these type of terms. You know what I mean? Just because you're Latino, that means your family operates in these kind of terms. So it's really about how your family operates as far as the culture that you build within your family. And I always felt like culture has a lot to do with how people operate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if if my culture is... Don't I'm not trying to be judgmental or, or or racist or any kind of way, but you know in some aspects sometimes Indian families they stay together for they stay the, the child stays with the family for what until they 30 35 until they leave even after college they come back they stay with their parents until they find a mate you know what I mean they can move out with that's the only time they're gonna leave, but for us for black people like they want you gone at 18 <laughs> like <laughs> at 18 like bro you just turn 18 it's time to go. Like, it's time for you to get up, you know. And if you don't, then they're looking at you crazy. But generationally, here's the thing about the generation. Generationally, they say the millennials are the ones that live with their parents the most. The baby boomers didn't really do that. Gen X didn't really do that. But the millennials and Gen Zs are the ones that are staying home the most. And it really, it's really about cost of living. Economics. Student debt. Um, child care. 
healthcare. It's really all the things I talked about before. It's it's the same aspects. It's not, oh well, you know, you got enough money to pay rent, so why don't you move out? You know, or you got enough money to buy your car. Why you you know why you ain't just do that? It's so many things that go into it. And again, just because you got a job, don't mean don't mean that you're independent. I could wake up tomorrow, make a mistake, lose my job. Right? It happens, right? Yep. So if that if that's the case, aren't we all really like, like on, at the bottom? Aren't we all kind of like at, at the threshold? Yo, anything can happen at any given day. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, like you actually when you're working, you got to build that security that just in case something happens. But if you're spending money on rent and all these other expenses, you ain't gonna save no money, right? So on the flip side, if I live with my parents, I can always prepare in case something happens, right? If I'm smart about it, because not everybody's smart about it. But if I'm smart about it, I can always prepare. So let's say I live with my parents. I'm 30-something years old. I could just stack this bread. Mm-hmm. You know, God forbid one of them pass away, we lose the house, whatever. I'll still have this bread in case. Yeah. Right? I mean, we. Uh, I grew up living in Kensington. Um, and, you know... It was not the way it was back then, but it wasn't always, you know, great either. But, you know, my parents, like my dad's uh, parents, you know, and my mom's parents, they grew up um, in the Depression. And they learned from them to not ever go beyond their means. So they've always made it happen for Christmases, even like if my dad, my dad was the only one that was working. My mom stayed home with all of us until I was until I was sixth grade. And my mom wanted to get us out of the neighborhood because it started to change. And, you know, she um, she wanted a bigger house. She wanted to be in a nicer neighborhood. Um, you know, her girls are getting older. And we, she didn't want us to have to worry about the situations that were going on in, you know, Kensington. Um, so, you know, that is a, another aspect of, like, our upbringing lifestyle. So it's, you know, it you are who you are and you, you make it. The way you want to make it so i mean i'm everybody has a story um so it's just more or less like you know we learn from our parents and my parents learn from theirs um and so it, you know you, they never went beyond their means they never um try to keep up with the joneses because they knew what their parents went through yeah you know um they always say that uh, the world repeats itself it does. in different shapes and forms. It does. And so, you know, what's going on right now currently, um, some people don't look at it like that. Uh, they always look at, like, you never know. Um, so, I mean, like, if they're going grocery shopping, they're going to stack up. My dad, when they bought the house in Port Richmond, um, the realtor said, you know, you, you could buy this house. And he's like, yeah, I could. But when I work construction and I'm, you know, laid off, I need to make sure that when I get unemployment on those checks that I can make my mortgage payment. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Because, you know, that was always something that I learned from my dad in terms of finance, you know. Um, so when I got into finance at 18, I learned a lot more. And just me and him, we have a, a very mutual understanding of, you know, what goes on in the world and the economy and the markets so um you know that's one thing i will say is like i learned from them so like i would never place myself in a position where like oh god forbid like i lost everything you know he always says it's my trump card you know he has truck driving experience he yeah. hates it he yeah. hates driving but, but he god got forbid it. if he had to do it something he got it he has something yeah. in his pocket yeah he could fall back on i mean what you what you think about everything she was saying like like um I agree. I mean, I just feel I feel like, you know, most people are just victims of, you know, their own circumstances. And like for me growing up, um, luckily, like I said, lucky for me, I was just blessed with some dope parents who even though we lived in 
the Badlands of North Philly. They decided to get, you know, good blue collar jobs. Um, and, 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 like I, and like I tell everybody, it's like, you know, those times, they're not like we're never going to get those times back. Like my parents paid for their crib cash in North Philly. I think it was like under seven grand. They got a two bedroom crib in, in, um, in North Philly. Um, I wish. Seven so, grand? So, what? Yeah, they paid seven no, grand. No, literally seven, like. Now seven grand? No, listen. Like, what? And, that, and that's like, you talking about 1989, yeah. 1990. Yeah, no, you ain't talking about not long, crazy long, long, time, long nah, Not nah. crazy long ago. Nah. Um, like even everything that's happening in Northern Liberty, Northern Liberties. Like my dad always, you know, he gets frustrated every time we talk about it because there was houses in Northern Liberties that at the time, the interest rates were kind of high. Yeah. But they could have afforded to to pay that mortgage, even yeah. if it was just to sit on it and like and just live there for like five, ten years. Houses that you could have got for like 120, 140, that sounded like outrageous at the time because it's like, dude, we were paying fifty thousand dollars for these houses ten years ago. Yeah. Now they worth half a million dollars. Yep. yep. You know what I mean? So it's like we're like we were we grew up in the most amazing times of like life, low we key. Did. We did because we grew up in a time where, you know, inflation has inflation has been going crazy this whole time. But, you know, wages haven't gone up. No, and, well, and, I mean, and and the circumstances have changed dramatically. Yes. Because it's like back then, making twenty dollars an hour, you can own a house. You could. You could own a car. You, you could. could have enough money to pay your bills. You could. Um credit card interest rates were super low. And and now twenty dollars an hour, like you probably could still get food stamps. Yeah. Depending on how many kids you got, you know, depending on your actual situation. That, you know, like I said, living at home has been a true blessing for me because I've been able to do stuff and experience stuff that had I been living on my own, I wouldn't have been able to travel, put some stamps on my passport, you know, take awesome vacations. So, you know, like like I tell everybody, you know, my experience isn't going to be what everybody else's experience is. And, and now, you know, as I'm paying off credit cards, as I'm investing my money into different things like with the stock market, learning about stocks, learning about cryptos, not everybody's in that position. And when we lived on when we lived in North Philly, my parents not having to pay a mortgage that allowed for my sister and I to go to private school. They could afford that. Yep. Um, that allowed us to go on awesome family vacations all the time. Yep. You know, things that everybody Same. else in my neighborhood that I grew up with wouldn't get and didn't get to go to Disney World. You know, their vacation was, you know, possibly going to Atlantic City for a couple a weekend. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, and that's not me knocking them down. Like, that's not knocking, you know, other people's situations. But it's like my situation is really different. Like, not everybody had to grow up. And go to and, and wake up at six o'clock in the morning to go to school and be at school by eight thirty and your trip was an hour and a half to get there. Yeah. Because I went to I, I live in North Philly. I'm waking up in the morning. Got to keep my head up to look around on a swivel because I don't know if I'm gonna get robbed. I don't know if something's gonna happen. To then get off, uh, you know, a regional rail train in Haverford, Pennsylvania, where the kids in my class are pulling out, are parking up Dad's Maserati, you know. Um, they got unlimited bank accounts. Know, like we can just, you know them. what I mean. I know so it's like, so and then for me to have to do that and then go back home at night. Yeah. You know, I was I was living like fifteen hour days, yeah. and I was getting home to still have to like study and go and, and 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 do my homework and be up the next day and do and do that. So so for me, you know, 
I understand the sacrifice that my parents made. And for me, now that I'm, you know, at home and I'm, and I'm living with them, it's almost like, it almost feels like I'm kind of like just taking time to relax for myself mentally. To like, to like decompress all the stuff that I had to de- like do. Cause, cause nobody, who was I going to talk to about that experience really? Yeah. Yeah, they wasn't living that life. Sometimes yeah. you're like you're you know working, and I know this. Um, you work so much, and you, you know you come home, and do you have time to do anything else because you're exhausted? And then you get the things that you need to get done on the weekend, and you don't have really time for yourself to think about what you want. And it's not about making excuses. Some people have the energy in the world. Um, everybody's built different. Everybody's on their own wave, and that's how it should just be. You go at your own pace. But there is a time where you don't even have the moment to reflect on what you, what do I want? Where, where do I want to go? You know, because you're just waking up, go to work every single day. It's like Groundhog's Day every single day. And so in my circumstance, I really thought about a lot of things. And some things I never even gave myself time to think about, you know. Um, cause I'm in a good place. I'm not, I'm not depressed. I'm not, I don't have no anxiety, you know, I'm not stressed. I know what I'm capable of doing. And there are some people that don't have that ability. They might be doing all the right things. They have their own place, you know, the way that it should quote unquote be, but they don't also have, maybe they don't have the ability to handle really hard horror situations in their life um and they just they could go they can have depression um you know they might lose their job because of depression or you know just a multiple of different things everybody is built different um and and i and i'm glad you brought that up because i was gonna actually bring that up the next segment was just talking about the mental aspect of it of independence you know what i mean how 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 you have to be mentally strong to do that and not that people who live with their parents are mentally weak no that's not what i'm saying I'm saying that you, you, there is a sense of of mental maturity and and strength you have to have to just live by yourself, you know. And not to, like I said, not to live with your parents is is you don't have to have it because you do even have to have that mental strength to live with your parents. Because sometimes all, not all kids and parent relationships are good, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So if you live with your with your parents, you know, and, and you might not get along with them all the time, that's gonna mess up your psyche. That's gonna mess up how you feel and how you view things, you know what I mean. So, and I'm, I, we'll talk about that next segment. I just thought it was it, that's a great segue because I thought like exactly what you were saying. Um, people don't understand what it takes to actually take those those responsibilities on as an individual, and then the weight that you bear when you're out here independently living, you know what I mean, and how much it, it really takes to do it. I mean, me and Ty was talking about all the time. Like sometimes, like it's always like, well, who gonna support us? You know what I'm saying? Who gonna help us, Ty? Right. Ain't nobody gonna help us. We gotta get out here and do it. We gotta survive. That's why even when people say that, I'd be like, "Yeah, but if you had some help, you wouldn't be saying that right, right. now." Yeah, I mean, like a lot of people, if, you know, if they do live on their own and they say they lost their job um, and they needed something, some of them have the ability to, you know, ask yeah. relatives, yeah. you know, for a handout. Yeah, and they'll do it, yeah. and that's fine. Yeah. Um, and it's not that I have pride in that, but it's also like. I know what my family's capable of doing, but I'm also not going to place those burdens on, on them, them either. Because yes. like I said, I always think at 10 steps ahead, God forbid if they weren't. Yes. I'm not going to reach out to my siblings. This is my problem. Yep. You know what I mean? So yep. like I got to figure out how it's going to work for me. And I know it'll work out. 
you know, because it's like survival mode, yeah, you know. Exactly. You will figure it out. So I mean if you don't have that mentality, that's a dangerous place to be. It is. If you if you feel like you can just rely on your parents for the rest of your life, no, it's a very dangerous place to be. But I, I mean I that is that's not to say that like you living with your parents is you relying on them. Right. You know what I mean? If you live with your parents and you have a job, how are you relying on them? You you should be supporting yourself. That's what you're doing. You're just, you, you just don't have the same amount of bills that I have. That's it. Right. I mean, I don't have a job right now, and I still to this day will never ask them for anything. And it's not pride. I mean, like, God forbid, if I really did, if I really did, I know that they would help me. Yeah, for sure. But I have no means to need to. Yeah. And I'll still ask them if they want something from the store, if they need anything when I'm out. We're going to talk about that, too, next segment. Ty, let's take a quick break, Ty. We're going to take a quick break, bro. Like, y'all dropping bars. This, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> Ty, this is what I be talking about. Like, you get two people that don't know each other, they have yeah. no clue, but they so close in perspective. It's like, yeah, that's, that's what I'm talking about. That makes sense, man. <laughs> that makes sense. But all right, family, listen, we're going to take a quick break. Remember, you can call us with your comments or questions, 215-472-0881. Again, that's, again, that's 215-472-0881. You can also email us at Jimmy Bonds Podcast at, Jimmy, at gmail.com. Again, that's Jimmy Bonds Podcast at gmail.com. It's J-I-M-M-Y. B-O-N-D-S, podcast at gmail.com. This is Jimmy Bond's podcast on WPEB Radio, 88.1 FM, 95.1 FM, West Philadelphia. Brother Ty, take it away. All right, all right. Philadelphia Student Union. When education is under attack, what do we do? Stand up, fight back? The Philadelphia Student Union builds the power of young people to demand a higher quality education in the Philadelphia public school system. Yeah. They are a youth-centered organization that make positive changes in the short term by learning how to organize to build power. If you or a loved one are a youth interested in building your skills as a leader and changing the education system to meet the needs of students, parents, and educators, visit www.phillystudentunion.com to learn more or donate. This has been a public service announcement from WPEB 88.1. West Philadelphia's Community Radio, JB. We're going to get right back to it. WPEB Radio, 88.1 FM, 95.1 FM, Jimmy Bond's podcast. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to play some music. Ty, you can't read the PSA and then, then be like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. We're going we're gonna to figure this out. We're going to figure this out. I know why you said it, though. I, I definitely understand why you and said I it, bro. I work part-time at the flower <laughs> shop. Flowers, Go ahead, bro. Do what you do, man. We'll, get, we'll be right back, family. Hey, this is Michael from Upper Darby. This is Jimmy's Ball Podcast on Every Radio. I'm here with my guests, my boy Mike T and my girl B Stacks, Beth Van Volt. We're here talking about adults living with parents. And actually, we have a caller on hold right now, no other than Mr. Oh, we, we, we'll, have, we'll, we'll have him call back. We'll have him call back. He'll call back in a second. But we we, we left uh, Mike T. Senior called in, so he'll call back in a second. We'll get that together. But, uh, family, we were discussing adults living with parents. Um, and before we went to the next segment, I was talking to, to Beth Ann about, um, about just, the, just the way that she, you know, the, the conflicts that are sometimes in the household and how sometimes people come on and, and they, they have these discussions and they get upset about certain things. Um, but you mentioned something that I don't think people know. Um, you said, you know, you said that your, you know, your parents, your parents grew up with their, with your grandparents through the yeah. Great Depression, kind of. Yeah, era, so like, right? yeah, they were younger. Um, they 
they lived with their parents while they were going through a depression. Right. So while going through a depression. So one a depression itself, I want to talk about the mental aspect of it. That's definitely something I want to talk about. But I don't think people realize that right now, statistically, more people live with their parents than ever before since the depression itself. Since the Great Depression, there are more people living with their parents than ever before. Some people moved back home, too, because yeah. of um, the, you know, 2008 mortgage collapse. Yeah, Nobody expected, a lot of the younger kids, um, they didn't expect that. Yeah, you know? they and, didn't. Uh, you know, even my dad and I were speaking about this because, like, you know, in terms of, like, the jobs, um, you know, now in terms of, like, after COVID as well, too, there is a lot of Gen X um, that were, or maybe you roommates, right? Like the yeah. the new younger crowd. I mean, it, the, the millennials. That's uh, millennials. That's it. The, the millennials. millennials. The millennial so the millennials yeah. now, like they're just they do whatever they want. They but do? it's cha- it's going to slowly change because they're now going to realize that they got to work hard. Yeah, yeah it's because it's back then it was that wasn't the case. There just was no jobs. Yeah, and they had to move back home. Yeah, and so like you know the finance situation. So that. That's different for people, anybody who experienced that back in 2008, who have learned from that. I think a lot of people learn from that. And then millennials have not yet learned from that because they're either roommating, living with their parents. So, I mean, I'm, I'm just finding it to be um, interesting that people don't look at it in the sense of they don't look at it the totality of everything. They look at it just one situation. Well, this is your situation. And I, 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 I live by myself. Why don't you live by yourself? You know what I mean? How come you can't you can't get yourself together, quote unquote, as they say? Get, mm-hmm. Right, get yourself together, Mike. Mm-hmm. That's what they say. Why can't you get yourself together to to have your own place? Like, what, what's wrong with you? You know what I mean? What what what's wrong with you? How how did that happen? And I wanted to talk about this aspect of it because the questions that people ask, and they ask you what's wrong instead of what happened to you. <laughs> So if I ask you what happened to you as to how you ended up living with your parents again, more than likely there is, there is a, a very viable reason as to why that happened. It's not that, oh, you just, I just decided to move back home because that's just what I wanted to do. Some people were like, man, I had, you know, I my, my ex took me for child support. So now all the income I thought I had, I don't have no more. So I don't have a choice but to move back home, right? Or... um you know, my mom got sick, so I, I, I moved back home. It's just the different circumstances they have. It makes sense because, yo, that makes complete sense as to why you, you move back home. You know what I mean? But that's not what they—that's not what people think about. They think about just what's your circumstances. How come you ain't doing what everybody else does or what they think everyone else is doing? Because if, if in reality, that's not what it is. If I went down the stats, so we're talking about one in three people from 18 to 34 live with their parents. One in three. One in three. That means a third of people, a third of people that they might survey, live with their parents. Thirty-three people out of every hundred. Out, out of every hundred. <laughs> that's a, that's a third. That's crazy. Or they're living together as roommates. Or, or as roommates, right? So you talking about for men it's thirty-six percent, and for women it's thirty percent. That's how many people. That's if they did if they break down the genders. That's the way it is. And and culture wise, if I, they talk about Hispanic cultures and Hispanic cultures, it's fifty-six percent. Of Hispanic people still live with their parents in that age bracket, age eighteen to thirty-four. Now, is that because of culture? I don't know. I think culture plays. I think culture does play a big role into it. And the black community is fifty-two percent. Hmm. 
of of people that still in that age bracket that still live with their parents 18 to 34. And or like if you do have a significant other that is considered like the breadwinner, um, you know, and y'all are both building together because I do know somebody in my family um, that, you know, if he didn't have her, he would not be where he's at. Yeah. I mean, like, because, you know, at the end of the day, when you do have another person in your life and you're building together, it does. Yeah, it does help. But then, you know, you have somebody that lives at home and, you know, the girls living at home. It just makes two people come together if they aren't judgmental to want to build together, you know, and uplift one another and motivate one another. If they're really driven and they're very serious. And so that could be even more beautiful in terms of being on that aspect. Yeah, because, I mean, you you just said it right there. People, why do I have to go, why do I have to just all of a sudden hurry up and move? Move by myself, right? Why do I have to do that? Right, because if you did do that and you forced yourself to do that, I don't really think you're going to be happy. No, I think you're, you're going to be more no, stressed out. No, you're not going to be happy with it. You're, you're not. You're going to be stressed out like crazy. So why do I have to subject myself subject myself to what society says I have to do? I have to do this? This is what, where, where did they write the rules at? <laughs> is, are those new laws that I don't, I don't know about that says that at, at at 25, 26, 27, I have to move out of my parents' house. Yeah, I mean, it's not really necessarily like a law, but it's almost like the societal, the societal standard <laughs> yes. that, you know, who knows created it because, the rea- like I said, it, it's all based on your situation. So, for instance, if you're 23 years old and, you know, you got a kid on the way, now you kind of, now you have a reason almost to, like, want to start shit because it's like, well, I'm going to have a family soon. Yeah. Let me start building my so nest. I, I should want to move out. I right. should want to move out right, now. Right. Versus like, you know, you don't have kids. Yeah. You don't have any real responsibilities from like I guess well, outside of your outside of like taking care of yourself. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to necessarily take care of others per se, but then you also have the people that are taking care of others. It's like, well, I live at home and I pay, you know, half the bills or I take care of my mom because I know when my father passed away. You know that was his whole income, and mom was a mom was a homemaker. You know what I mean? And it's crazy that 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 people don't take people never take consideration into like the why. Yeah. And it's always the the how or the yeah. What, it's like what do you mean? And it's like that's not really a. Are you asking me a question that you that you really want to know the answer to? Are you are are you just judging me? It, I'm just judging you. <laughs> I'm I'm really just judging you. That's pretty much what it is. What are you gonna say? Bro? Um, you know, also another thing it, it comes into play is those who went to college right out of high school. And I never went to college right out of high school because I didn't know what I wanted to do. Yeah. I wasn't gonna waste money because I knew my parents weren't gonna be able to do it. Smart. And I had to do it on my own. And I didn't figure it out until I was like maybe twenty seven, twenty eight, and I decided I'm gonna go to CCP. And so I worked, you know, overtime, fifty five hours a week, um, and paid that out of pocket. And and I never finished, but, you know, it's because I got myself into a career. And that's another factor, too. Where I grew up, I it's not I'm not ashamed of where I grew up, but it limits you if people do know about it. And if I went and worked, started at Charles Schwab and they found out where I lived, I would be judged. I want to get into that place. And a lot of people assume you need to know somebody to get in somewhere. And I think that sometimes where you live at and in whatever culture you are, you automatically think that you're not capable. And I always go, I beg to differ. I, I'm going to go in the other direction and I'm going to try. What's the risk that can happen? No, I don't get it. So it's like you got to push yourself 
but you also got to remember too, like people do judge and that is the way that the world is. So some people who went to school, I never had that luxury. So people who have their bachelor's degree do have that job. That's maybe because they were able to get the scholarship or someone helped pay for their college. I never had that ability. So like my lifestyle stems on me um, and my own learning experience. So I'm not fortunate to have those things, but I'm working hard towards it. And, you know, you don't learn as, as you're younger, you don't really know these things. And so a lot of people who are starting their careers after, you know, college, I look at it like I have more ability because I learned what do I want? Um, what am I really good at? What's my skill sets? So, you know, that's another part where school and where you grow up from it dictates where you're at in yeah. this world. No, and it also it also dictates how how not how you're viewed, how you view it, how your family views it. You know what I mean? All that plays a plays a role into it. Um, I'm gonna ask both of y'all this question. Do you think do you think your mental state has to be as a vital aspect of you moving out or living with your parents? Um I and, think I think it plays a part in both. For me personally, for me personally, I just feel like financially is where is where the lack lies. And it's not necessarily that I don't make enough, but it's more so like I don't make enough to live the lifestyle that I would want to live outside of living at home. Gotcha. Um I feel like if I was out of the crib, I'd be very stressed. I don't think that mentally I would be in the mindset that I'm a that that I that I am now. Like being at home allowed me to just have time to just think of self, like getting knowledge of who I am as a person, understanding, you know, what makes me tick, being able to learn how to communicate properly, being learn being able to learn um, to navigate um, emotional um, intelligence, because um, you know, I feel like. Sometimes even though I'm the one that society will look at as the one who doesn't have his stuff together, yeah. per se, yeah. mentally, I'm ahead of a lot of people, I feel like, as far as my emotional understanding, because I'm able to be relatable to certain situations that other people didn't necessarily get to experience. Yeah. Because my life experience this doesn't, isn't, isn't, um, isn't defined by owning a house. Yeah. It's not defined by having a having a nice car. Yeah. It's not that you know, like some of the wisest people that have ever existed weren't on the Fortune five hundred list. They <laughs> weren't on Forbes, you know what it's I mean? True. So yeah. um I just feel like, you know, when it comes to life and understanding, social media plays a big part in, in people's understanding of what success looks like. Yeah. Very much um, so. Very much so. The system of having to go to school from you know age like four until 21 22 yeah that standard of yeah. doing it yeah creates a false illusion for now you have all these kids getting out of college in crazy debt debt that's enough to pretty much be a house down payment you know it's it's able to be you know no, bro, it's, enough, and then it's like down payment no bro that's a, you, you buying houses house. yeah you buying houses you probably buying multiple houses yeah you probably yeah Two. Depending on where you went to school, because if you went to Harvard, that's like three hundred thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? You could have bought a whole city block in North Philly, and have generational income coming in for the future. So, um, 
like I, yeah, it's, it's really just you know people's perspectives, and that's why sometimes you know when when I do have conversations, you know, like you said, it's better to keep things to yourself sometimes. You know, like I don't like to tell everybody my future goals and my future dreams sometimes because as soon as you as soon as you let somebody in, that's an opportunity for somebody to just dim your light. And if I'm and if I'm gonna have people telling me that you know the things that I'm doing that are making me feel mentally in a good place, that I feel like. I'm saying I'm able to talk to anybody no matter where they cut, like whatever background that they exist in. Yeah. That's all based on the situation that I, you know, decided to put myself in. Because if I really wanted to, I can go get a stressful job, making six figures, live on my own, and do those things. But it's like, is that what I really want to do with my life? Yeah, that's true. Because I love doing what I do. Would I like to get paid more? Sure. Who doesn't want to get paid more for what they do? But yeah. when you love what you're doing, is it really working? Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's all just it's all just a matter of me just trying to put the pieces together. And because I'm still single with no kids and I don't have those situations that necessarily would cause me to 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 wanna just expand myself without pulling myself apart in a way, because I feel like that's that's really like that's really the the, the hard part of of, of of everything at the end of the day it's like when do you lose yourself because of what you're doing situationally it's like am i in a stagnant point mentally am i am because i'm living at home is that really stopping me from reaching my next goals no because now actually I got it should time. be an advantage i feel like now i have time to meditate yeah i'm working out yeah i'm trying to eat healthy i get to read books because, dude, if I didn't have, like, if, if I was living, if I had all these extra bills to take care of, yeah. I wouldn't have time to do no, half no, no. of the things that I enjoy Tell them, Ty. that yeah. are making me, you know, <laughs> that, that are making me, you know, love this whole yeah. living situation. Like, this, just just being in existing, yeah. being a human being. That's real. I mean, B, what was you going to say about it? Um, so... I want to say, like, I, I, I do have, like, a on a both aspect of... I'm eager to move out and it's not because like I'm, you know, uh, I'm over it. No, I mean like I'm eager to have those critical moments where I'm like, Oh, my bills, not be, not because um, I want to put myself in a situation. It's because I know I need to be re- like, it's going to have to happen. Yeah. It has to happen because I, it, you're never going to be able to prepare for everything. No, you you can't. can't prepare for all the worst things. All I can do is just take what I've learned from my parents, what I've learned from my own personal experiences, um, and just all, all the things of being able to stay at home and do uh, mentally. Like I'm, I'm prepared for it, yeah. um, and I'm ready for it. Yeah. it. It has nothing to do with my parents because I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be sad because um, I am a mama's girl and a daddy's girl. Um, so I will be sad, but like I do know that when I'm ready. Th- you know, they know I won't do it any rational move out because they they would worry about me. And I want to feel good about that. I would never irrationally just move out just because. But I know that I also am an adult. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be 39 this year. And that's just, ugh. It makes you, know, you feel some kind of way. Mentally, yeah. I feel like I'm 25. Yeah. But that's what you should. You should. You should feel that way. You should look that way. 
You should the way the way you wake up and smell the air should be like that. But age is just they just determines on. Oh, I'm I'm 38, so now I'm supposed to have kids. I'm supposed to have a car. Well, my and sister wasn't 30. She was 34 when she they like finally like they bought a house. Her and her um her boyfriend well before she got married, he's older than her. Yeah. Um, so he was I think. Uh, 38 39 or whatever and he was you know to help taking his care of his parents yeah he you know um so they had nothing to do with money with him or not wanting to move out he also too was you know her husband was like what would be the sense like why don't we just save yeah and buy a house and buy a house yeah you know um I mean, my brother and his wife, um, you know, they wanted to get married. They got the house, um, and then they have two beautiful girls, um, yeah. you know, and but they aren't able to do the things that they want to do. And but again, like, is it the life that they want it? They know that. Yeah. Um. So I mean, like, everybody's got their own purposes. I also know too, like, just being like, you know, at home, being single, no kids. On the aspect of the Instagram, everybody's so judgmental, like. Oh, you're living at home with your parents, you know, and you're going here, there, and everywhere. And it's just, it's very annoying. And it's also, like, my dad always said, like, if you have the time and opportunity and you want to go here or there, like, they know I'm responsible of when I want to go out and do something. If I want to fly to Miami. Um, but I also, too, feel like I got to explain, like, myself, like, in terms of I'm not taking advantage of them. I'm not taking advantage of just, you know, I don't, they don't ask me for anything. I'm, I'm going to tell you some realness. So that so. is. I'm going to tell you some realness, like. No, nah, I'm taking advantage of it, right? People, they want to. People want to be like, you shouldn't take advantage of it. No, I am taking advantage of it because if I don't take advantage of it, I'm gonna be like like you are and, and broke with it with rent and all this other stuff. No, I'm taking advantage of it. It's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it's nothing wrong with that at all. Like because end of the day. Your parents want to give you the advantage anyway. They wanted to give you the advantages that they didn't have. So, so it's funny that you say that because I feel like whenever people talk about taking advantage of something, it gets a negative connotation. It does, and it shouldn't. And it shouldn't because it's it like shouldn't. the reality of the situation is, if you, you know. If you got a job, if, if you had a job and your job is like, we're going to pay you $60,000, $80,000 a year, and you don't take advantage of that. You're stupid, right? Yeah, like more or less, it was more like I'm um, not going out every single night or every weekend. I'm doing whatever I want and being, you know. It looks yeah. like I'm being reckless. I mean, it, right. I mean, it can look like I that. I don't care what people say, but it is always... You're respectful. So, yeah, I'm very respectful. And, and that's, so that's, it's, that's different, People though. do have, like, they're always in my business, and or someone's like, oh, well, you're out doing this, and I'm just like, oh, you know what? Yeah, no, I'm mean, Hiding my stories from you now. But, but see, that's what, that's, what, that's what social media does. Because here's the thing about social media, too. You can see it, but you can look at a whole bunch of people's pages. You don't know whether they live with their parents or they don't. You don't have a clue. Yeah. They they're not going to show that to you. They're not going to be like, oh, you know what? Let me let me Instagram my rent check right now so I can show you I paid my rent this month. They're not doing that. I mean, some people also like they have their. It is their own place, yeah. but maybe because they are, you know, their parent is living there or their mom or their dad. Th- the situation could be a situation where they want it to them to live with them, and that could be another problem for them in terms of dating. Like that is their own place. That is their own house. See, I was, but they had their mom move in because I, there, I was, there's I was, a problem. I was I was gonna hit you with that in the, in the next segment talking about I was, I was talking about adults living with parents, right? Right. I didn't I didn't necessarily say the title was not um I'm a, I'm an adult and I live with my parents. I said adults living with parents because it could be it could be flipped the other way around yeah. too. You could be you could be a whole adult independent everything. All of a sudden you, your mom or dad gets sick or your auntie or your uncle you love very much gets sick. You are gonna be like come live with me? Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. That's I mean, I mean, that's what we got going on at home right now. You know, my uh, 
my grandmother was independent her whole life um you know her, her husband passed away she had her own crib in uh in north philly it was paid off she was living you know raising uh, my mother and her three sons um they eventually everybody started you know leaving the house um my uncle still lives with her but the reality is now she's you know in the condition now where she has to be taken care of and if my uncle you know goes and he decides to go anywhere outside of the the crib who's going to watch her so now she's been living with us you know the last couple of years and she's kind of like in a position now where she like she wants to be independent on her own too and she wants to go back home she's like oh why am i living with my daughter why yeah. am i living with the family and it's you know it's crazy because it's like we have the best intentions of just you know making sure that she has a good quality of life yeah to try to make sure that she's taken care of right but it's like that that um that pride within you know that other community yeah they're just like oh but i i've always been by myself and yeah. you know and nobody you know and 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 that goes and that pride has no real age gap no because it's like once you have that independence and you've had that you know as an adult and you've been the one that's been taking care of your kids it's like when the tables turn sometimes that that becomes like almost um i don't want to say that like sometimes you get vindictive mentally yeah but it's almost like you be kind of like mean sometimes yeah. and, and you don't even realize yeah. that you're, that you're hurting the people who yeah. are trying to love you and take care <laughs> of you. My grandmother was a prime example of that, bro. I mean, she nasty attitude, nasty, nasty, nasty. You knew she loved you, but just a nasty attitude. And yeah. you just like, my grandma's a sweetheart. Though. I wonder, was, I, I used to wonder like, I wonder <laughs> is grandma just mad about life? Is she, is she mad about it? That she can't do the things that she wants to anymore. Yeah. Is yeah. she mad about like the money that she used to make? She's not making the same anymore. You know what I mean? Like you start wondering, like, yeah, why is she always snapping? But then when you know, I guess when we get older and we get to that the age, the age that they are, we start to understand, like, yeah, all those things I used to have, I don't have no more. It's mm-hmm. gonna be frustrating. I'm gonna be completely different. I'm not gonna be the same person. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm a I'm gonna be now I'm stuck on my, my fixed income. I only can go vi- this amount of time. Somebody has to get up and drive me somewhere where I used to drive myself all the time. You know what I mean? So now it's completely different. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, I completely understand that frustration. I understand that that bitterness at the same time, you know? So, like, if you if you got a grandma out there and she living with y'all and y'all wonder why she mad all the time, just ask her. Probably some something was taken away from her that she didn't think was going to be taken away. Mm-hmm. And it probably was taken away too soon. So, you know, and, and Pop-Pop, too, because Pop-Pop be having attitudes. He be probably snapping when he shouldn't be snapping, but it, it is what it is, you know? So, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. My bad, Beth. <laughs> no, um, you know, my... My mom's mom, when I was younger, she um, she could not live by herself. And my mom refused to put her in a home. She, she moved in with us. But my grandmom, you know, she just felt like she was a burden on us because yeah. my mom is, you know, 33, three kids, you know, and, you know, has a husband that she's dealing with. And, yeah. you know, it's a very small house in Kensington. Um, you know, so my grandma was sleeping in the bed with me in the bunk bed down on the bottom, which was cool, you know. Because grandma was sleeping with you, right? Yeah. Right. Um, so, and so, I mean, like, but my grandma, she just, you know, she told my mom, she's like, I don't want to be this burden. My mom refused to listen to her, but she was like, it's not about being, you know, she didn't want to do that to my mom, put more stress on her because she knows what it's like. She yeah. had raised five kids. Yeah. So even my grandma, my dad's mom, um, you know, when she lost her husband, um, she also started to live with my um, my aunt, my dad's sister. Um, and that was tough for my grandma because she's used to doing her thing. And then when, you know, so 
you can't knock a person um, and if people are immediately ready to judge then you know what kind of person you're dealing with. Yeah. And at that point, it's enough said. Enough said. Because if they're not going to be judgmental, even like say, if, you know, a conversation was brought up in terms of, you know, uh, you know, where do you live or whatever, um, or if they want to come over, it's, you're going to have to strike that conversation and explain like in terms of like, you know, what, if they got to know who you are, then it shouldn't be a problem, yeah. right? So if you're going to explain like your reasoning, yeah. like you're at home, and then, obviously, like, I'm the type of person where I go, I got to explain myself because this is going to not sound right, you know? Like, and not that I care, but I'm just more of, like, I got to give you a bigger picture of what's Completely. happening here. Completely. Um, and if, you know, a lot of times these guys, they're not really good. They're not judging me. Um, and I think because they probably dealt with their own scenarios. And if people dealt with their own scenarios, they get it. Completely. Even if they're not in that position anymore. Completely. They get it. No, they still get it. No. Com- if... If you've never had the experience, it's my thing for people. Like, let me go take a quick break after I say this. So, if you've never had the experience of living by yourself and then having to move back, and then you judging someone else about it, like you don't, you should, you shouldn't even have be part of a conversation mm-hmm. because you've never, if you've never had that experience before, it is a very humbling experience. It makes you, it makes you question your 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 worth. It makes you question where you're going in life. It makes you question did you all, all the decisions you made before you got there. It makes you question all of that. So, you know, I always understand when people's like, I still live with my parents. Like, yo, I get it completely. I get it. If my mom was still alive, I'd be like, yo, <laughs> let's make it happen. You know what I mean? Like, let's save some money. Because end of the day, for me, I would have preferred to have that experience. You know what I mean? I, I, I swear when people come up to me, they tell me all the time, I'd be like, yeah, so what? So what you live with your parents, and you know it's people. I know people that are sixty still living with their parents. Tell am I wrong? No. You know people people that are fifty still living with their parents. It, it shouldn't have an age an age limit on how long you should live with your parents if your family dynamic is working. You know what I mean? If that's how it works for you, that's how it works for you. And and you know everybody say don't judge. People are always gonna judge you. Mm-hmm. They'll ne- they'll never understand you. You know what I mean? That's for me. That's the biggest thing. If you don't understand, shut up. Just don't have an opinion. If you don't understand it, don't have don't have an opinion. People aren't lazy. People aren't freeloaders. People aren't trying to take advantage of of their parents. Now some are. I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna say this is across the board. Everybody. Some are, but people aren't trying to do that. You know, majority wise, they're not doing that. People just trying to make it and survive out here. That's all. That's all. That's all it is. We gotta survive. You gotta eat. I gotta eat. I gotta have a roof over my head. I gotta b- wash and bathe every day. Yeah, well, some people are living by themselves still, and they're asking their parents for assistance. Don't get me started on that. <laughs> I seen a mom recently pay. While they're getting assistance. Listen, I seen a mom. She get her check every month. I seen a mom pay three thousand dollars a month for rent for a child. That's ridiculous. And I asked her. I said, "Is your child in school? Is she getting a doctorate?" She was like, "No." She was like, "So you paying her rent?" She was like, "Yeah." yeah. It's just like. I'm gonna be quiet about that. I'm gonna, sh- I'm gonna shut up now because that just made it. It just turned my, it, it turned my soul. I was like, this is all she got. I listen. We're gonna, come, we're gonna take a quick break. I'm gonna talk about that in a minute because it, it turned my stomach. I, I, I don't like to see that. I don't like to see that at all. If, if anything, if you're living by yourself, you should be paying your own bills, not your parents. It should be your, they should be your support, but not pay your bills. Like plain and simple. 
<laughs> All right, listen, we're going to take a quick break. Remember, Pam, you call us with your comments or questions at 215-472-0881. Again, that's 215-472-0881. You also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. It's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. This is Jimmy Bond's podcast right here on WPEB 88.1 FM, 95.1 FM, West Philadelphia. Brother Todd, go ahead and take it away, man. Speaking of turn, Tenant Union Representative Network, Philadelphians deserve equal access to safe, decent, accessible, and affordable housing. Tenant Union Representative Network, or TURN, is a tenant service and advocacy organization that promotes the human right to housing. TURN offers tenant rights workshops, individual counseling, hotline assistance, and you can reach them at 267-443-2500, option number three, and tenant union organizing assistance. Counseling services are free of charge. There are no income restrictions for counseling. More information can be found about the Tenant Union Representative Network Services at rturn.net. That's R-T-U-R-N.net. This has been a public service announcement from WPEB, West Philadelphia's community educational station. Hey, this is Michael from Upper Darby. This is Jimmy's Bob's Podcast on Every Fair Radio. That's right, fam. Welcome back to Jimmy Bond's podcast right here on WPEB Radio, 88.1 FM, 95.1 FM, West Philadelphia. We're discussing adults living with parents, and uh, the first segment we talked about what it was like to kind of navigate that in a relationship, when you're dating, if you're single, how that whole thing goes down. Second segment, we were talking more about how financially it's it's more conducive to live with your parents nowadays because the cost of living is so expensive, and just the way of life is, is so so much more expensive than what it ever has been. The third segment, we were talking about really, you know, taking advantage of of your situation, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, how taking advantage is always looked at with a negative connotation. And also, we were talking about the mental maturity or the mental strength you have to have to be independent and to get out there and live by yourself and all that it takes and all that it, that, that it entails. And how really people don't tell you about all that, you know, all that it comes with living by yourself. I said it before in the earlier part. It was like, man, being independent costs a lot of money okay being independent is not cheap if i wasn't independent at, at such a young age i probably would have a lot more money right now guarantee you <laughs> i probably would be a lot further ahead had i not had to be thrown to the wolves that happens it happens in people's lives i i didn't have a choice i had to do that i had to find a way to make make a way for myself that's what i did at a young age so i had to grow up too fast i feel like if if maybe I stayed with my mom for a little bit longer or stayed with my, my grandparents a little bit longer, maybe I would have had a different way of thinking or a different way of going about it. But I didn't. So for me, it was different. You know, for Ty, yeah. it was different for you it too. Different, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What, what was it like for you? Well, for me, you know, single mom, my father had passed away when I was 13. So for me, I was like the man of the house. <laughs> Basically, growing up, I was like the man of the house. But I had to get out there and work because... My mom kind of leaned on me, yeah. you know, financially. Exactly. At a young age, she leaned on me. Exactly. So my thing was work, just take care of the family. And it's always been like that. And the issue that I run into now is that my daughter, she moved out to California. Her rent is $1,800 a month, you know. And when she's struggling, yeah. it's hard for me to really help her out. Yeah. $1,800 plus your other utilities and bills. Yeah. You know, your car note, your car insurance. So she's looking at close to almost 3000 a month. Yeah. She has a good job, but 
you know, sometimes she runs into problems. And as a father, it's hard for me to kind of support that because, number one, she's out in California. If she can just come have a place to stay, you know, the house is right there. You know, we can cut down some of that money right there. <laughs> but it's a challenge for me to send all that money out there to her. You yeah. know, I, I'm, I have a house, too. You yeah. know, bills as well. So, again, I have no problems with an adult staying with their parents. And, again, you just mentioned, too, how it's, it's reverse. Because my mother, she stays with my sister. Yeah. You know, and some of the reasons can be health. Yeah. You know, that's the case of my mother, her health issues. So she needs to be around somebody, not all times, but most of the time. Yeah. So she moved back in with my sister. Yeah. You know, and it can be that way with the child as well, the adult child, where they may have health issues or problems. Yeah. Yeah. And my thing is, if the parents didn't want you there, you wouldn't be there. So if you're there, the parents don't mind you being there. Yeah. You know, I just see it that way. It's the truth. You know? mm-hmm. It's the truth. And it's a struggle. It's a struggle on both sides, too. It is. Know? But if you have parents that are financially well off, it is a lot easier. You know, it's, it, it's easier. it definitely is. I mean, because one of the things I was going to ask was how, how how does that that dynamic of living with your parents, how does it affect their plans for their future, their retirement, per se, you know what I mean, or what they had planned for the house when the kids got older? You know what I mean? I think how if does, it's a strong does, family, they don't mind. You know, It's all about the family. I, I to some so people, too. it's all about the family. Tell. Well, we'll just put this on hold and make sure, you know, you're okay for yeah. the time being. You know? Yeah. And sometimes that's what the case is. For sure. Mike, Mike, what you feel? Um, yeah, I I definitely agree. Uh like for instance, like for me, when I went to college, um, I got into a lot of student loan debt. And some of the loans like my mom took out. Mm. And technically, even though they're in their name in her name, they're my loans. I found that when I first got moved back home, I mean, and even still till now, it's it's hard for me to even like pay some of those student loans because it's like, you know, I live I lived a, an experience where my whole life my education has been getting paid for. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then it's like now that I turned you know eighteen and I went to college because y'all wanted me to go to college. Now I feel like I'm in a situation now where it's like, well, if I didn't want to go to school, I wouldn't be in this debt in the first place. Yeah. So it's like. My mom is concerned because she's like, well, I'm trying to save up to to get retirement. And I'm like, all right, well, you're going to retire in a couple of years. In a couple of years, I'm going to be in a different place financially. Yeah. Where if you do need, I'll be able to provide yeah. a better, a better, I'll be able to provide financially because I'm going to, I plan on being, like, this is, this is our plan because I, I wanted to retire her now. If I can afford to retire her now, I would. And the crazy thing is too, is like, Low key, she could retire right now, cause we sitting on some assets that could be making us money. But that's like a whole nother conversation that I don't even want to like get into. <laughs> right, because right. my thing is like everybody looks at me like, well, you know, why would I take financial advice when you don't got your finances together? And it's like, well, I got the blueprint. I just need one of those Trump loans. Like, can I get a <laughs> can I get a modest million dollar loan? For somebody like, because yeah. <laughs> learned over his bachelor's degree to me, that'd be great. <laughs> you know what uh, I mean? It's like... Because ultimately, that's so frustrating for me. Like, I, he has so much potential, and he went to Drexel, and God, his like the loon, you know. My, and my parents helped him, like, because he wanted to do that. See, for me, like, I look at it like this: we grew up. I grew up as a kid thinking, "Dad, are we filthy rich?" Because I thought that we were the way that you know my childhood looked like. But they worked hard. They, mm-hmm. like they they slaved and they worked very hard from from having nothing. And my dad didn't ask nothing from his parents at all ever. I mean, to babysit us once in here, 
he never ever asked them for nothing so like you know our parents dictate on how our futures were you know so if my dad decided to continue doing construction and he didn't want to get like you know an actual corporate job or whatever my lifestyle is based off of what my parents could give me gotcha. and that is it gotcha. but i never questioned that because he always put food on the table and a roof over my head and we always did family functions together um and so for like my parents not always having everything and i know like you know in terms of like the financial aspect um i would never ask my parents to now it's different they wanted to send my brother my brother is very smart but i'm not going to sit here and ask them can you send me to college when i know that uh, that would be a huge burden they're not going to be able to afford to do that yeah I'm not going to do that because I know, I'm, I know better. Yeah. So that's um, the benefit of not being the firstborn. Yeah. Well, you, you know. get to see the experience and then you learn. It's but like, my, you don't even have to get learned. But the me and my too. sister are capable of doing a lot of things that my brother does not have the ability to do on his own the way to me. My sister can mentally in that aspect, you know, because like we're capable of figuring something out. I don't know. It's just, maybe it's just because, um, we're females. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, listen, that's, I, I don't say you're wrong. I don't yeah, say that's not wrong. wrong at all. That's not but wrong at all. We're very frugal. We're very crafty and we will figure out certain scenarios and we'll get through, you know, my brother on the other hand, he's very smart. He's very creative. Um, and he will work hard, but when it comes to maybe like fixing the car or doing some like electrical work, my dad, I learned that from my dad, you know, so my dad was a jack of all trades. So I learned how to do my own car stuff. You know, if I want to do my own oil, I can. Um, I just learned that from him because, you know, at the end of the day, who's going to do it but me? Everybody else could be going in this world and it's going to be me against the world. It is. So I can be with somebody, but they're not promised to me. Family (laughs) will always be my family, (laughs) you know, so um, on those those are the things that like I just look at and I go, you know, it, it, I learned from what my parents did. So like, I know that I would never want to put that burden on them. Yeah, I couldn't do, I couldn't see myself doing that. I would feel very, I would feel guilty. Like I, I think one time when I um, worked at the law firm and I got laid off, I, that was my first time. I've never, and I just, I hated it. I cried. I went home. My dad's like, you're all right. Enjoy your summer. <laughs> You'll never get this <laughs> opportunity right. again. You click right. unemployment, you're good. Yeah. And I hated it. Absolutely hated it. And I needed to finish my last class to get my graduation, my associate's degree. And I just, it, I cringed asking him. He's, that's what we're here for. You're, we're your parents. And I cringed to just do that to them. But, and I get it. Yeah. You know, like they are my parents. So it's like, there's a time in need when they all come together. Yeah, for sure. I think, I think honestly, that's a blessing because, you know, because of your experience and because of, you know, what you've been able to, um, have as their child and what you be, what they provided for you that puts you in a different perspective for like if and when you start your own family you know what I mean like what am I do for my kids like like right now you know my dad could say whatever he wants as far as like you know like oh man you just like lazy or whatever if he if he has that opinion you know what I mean like secretly he might have it and he might not necessarily say it but um I don't think he does but nonetheless I feel like he knows that once I'm motivated and I do have something to like want to do more for, yeah, I feel like I'm just gonna be such a dope dad one day. Like, and yeah. it's all and it's all gonna be thanks to you know the fact that my mom and my dad were the way that they were with me, yeah. And um, and I think that's the greatest gift that you know any parent could really do for their kids is to just ensure that they're providing them, you know, a life that was better than theirs. I mean, that way they can 
pass it forward. Right. I mean, people don't understand. Stability is key. If you don't have stability, you will be a wreck. If you don't have that that foundation of a family and a place and a house, you will be a wreck. So I don't care what nobody says about you got to go out and get your own. Like, like I said, for me, I was forced to get my own. I had to go out there and do it. I didn't have a family house. I didn't have places I could just go and be like, I'm good. I'm cool. Like, no, I don't have that situation. So because of that, you grow up too fast. You miss certain aspects. And, and then your your whole basis is is kind of in fear. Because you know for a fact that at any given point, any given day, this can be taken away. Mm-hmm. So when you, when you have family that supports you like that and that give you the love and the support that you need, whether it's a roof, roof over your head, you know, cook meals at home, a, a way to save money, whatever you might have, like, please take advantage of that. It's like she said earlier, you know, she grew up and she didn't know that, you know, she she thought that they were rich. Yeah. I think that's amazing because it's like... Well, as a kid, you really don't know your circumstances. You and don't. it's all about and it's all about how, you know, your parents decide to just, you know, communicate with you, show yeah. you love, do yeah. things like that. Because as long as the bills are paid, you know, food's on the table. Listen. You know, uh, getting that expensive gift for Christmas isn't gonna like make or break you as a you know, when you become an adult. But a lot of times, you know, those parents, that's what they save for. You know what I mean? It's like, you know what, I love my kid. And even though Whatever they gonna get that gift exactly. Well, I wanna go on like with Ty. Like I mean, like I I actually had my own moments where I'm like, God forbid if I lost my dad or my mom, and now it's me. Survival mode. Like I'm already thinking about like what do I got to do, you know? Because mm. that would be detrimental to either one losing someone. Right. You don't even know where their state of mind is gonna be at, and so it's not like it's a burden on your kid. But like I know that I would want to do whatever I could possibly do. And that's another thing that I always think about too, you know. So I'm I'm very fortunate. I still have two parents that are been married for what forty three years. Come, uh, just passed mm. June twenty seventh mm. or twenty eighth. Amen. Amen to that. You know, so that's real. I mean, they went they went through it though. Yeah. Um, but that's just the way. Like they were raised. You know, you're not gonna see eye to eye, and we're gonna make this work. They were eighteen or nineteen when they had got you know engaged they were pregnant with my brother so by the time they were 20 they bought a house that's just what you did back then Mm -hmm. you know that's the responsible thing to do um and that that right there is tough one so i mean are they at a place where they could retire yeah but then ultimately it's just like they're tired are they gonna go and do all the things people say like when they retire they wish they could have been able to retire at the age of what 40 50 or something like that but that's not the way you know their lifestyle was different so if they're going to provide us the ability, like if I'm at home, that I I know that they want the best for me and whatever I want to do. Um, and they know that I'm always on the right track. I always work hard. I'm very goal-oriented. I won't stop. And I'm relentless. Um, and there's just circumstances that just happen um, as a setback in my life. But it's a learning lesson in the making because I went through a lot. And I can say I would have never been able to deal with it 10, 20, 15 years ago. So... You know, having my dad as like a bigger support and my mom as well too. Um, I'm, I'm always grateful every and, single and day. That's what I'm saying. Like, like for our, our our shortcomings or the places that we might fall, having parents to support you is not against the law. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's it's the foundation of America for crying out loud. You know what I mean? It's it's what it's how families are built. You want to be like you're an American, go America, our independence. We just finished July Fourth and all. Like, you should you should know. Look, man, like. It, Having having fam having family support is like you can't put a price on it. Priceless. You can't you can't put a dollar sign on that. 
You can't be like, oh man, I wish, I wish I had my parents here. And before, and it's always, you know, always refer to my mom because, you know, she was very important to me, my only real parent, parent. But I remember when she died, I wished she lived with us. We we didn't have the greatest relationship at the end of her life, and I wish we had a better relationship because then I might I might have added a year onto her life had that had that been better. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Had I been like, yeah, come live with me. Who knows? Who knows how where she would have been? She wouldn't have died by herself in the back of a lift by herself with none mm-hmm. of her family around. You know what I mean? Like so. So for me, when people say that, like, oh, you know, adults living with parents. I don't care about relationships. I don't care about all that romantic stuff, all that Instagram stuff, that people podcasting about relationships. I don't care about none of that if your family ain't right. Mm-hmm. If your family's not right, who cares about a relationship? Oh yeah. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> literally. Who, who cares? I don't care who you who you who you sleeping with or none of that. If I don't have a solid family at home, what's the point? Listen, that's, that's a lot of times. Sometimes that be the red flag that you have when you have a conversation with oh, yeah. people, because they'll talk, they'll come at you like, "Oh, you live with your family." Meanwhile, they like they haven't talked to their mom in like two years. Period. And it's just like, what? How dare you? Yep. Low key, it's like high key, it's like, how dare you have an opinion <laughs> about what yeah. I'm doing yeah. when I could literally go to my house tonight, give my mom a hug, a yep. kiss, give my dad a hug, a kiss. Yep. If they want a back rub, if they want to go for a bike ride, if yep. they want to have a deep conversation, yep. whatever the case may be, if they want to watch a movie and cry together, if they want me to cook with them, if they want me to do anything, I'm there. Yep. And that, and it's, I'm literally down the hall. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, you know. And I mean, you know, you know what I mean? It's just, it's Mike, just you, yeah. you know how they say when you're when you're a child, like when you have kids, you'll have when you ever you have kids, both of y'all, y'all, y'all hear this, it's I heard it too. When you have kids, they'd be like, it goes so fast, them growing up, right? Mm-hmm. You watch it, they be like, Well, it goes so fast. It's the same thing when they're adults. <laughs> it doesn't change. It's yeah. not like, oh, when they get adults, those time the time slows down. Like, no. Life when they still get lives. adults, it, that time goes even faster because you see them less, yeah. right? So in in that aspect. That's 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 even more cherishable because now they're developed human beings <laughs> who you can actually have a, a sensible conversation yeah. with, and you can you can spear them and help them in a different way that you could when they were kids. Yeah, I mean, I wish my grandparents were alive because my grandpa was a World War II vet. I wish I would, you know, not that he would have wanted to talk, but I mean, I would love to have an adult conversation. When I was a kid, I didn't, you know, play, go right. outside to snack. Exactly. Now it's like, damn, like I wish I could have had those moments and really had an adult conversation and, and you know, just kind of like take what, you know, he learned. Yep. Because they know they've, they just lived, you know? Um, so I'm going to tell you a quick story. When I moved back to Philly, I did not want to move to Philly. I, I, I couldn't pay me money to do it. I still had to do it. I was forced to do it. Came back, lived with my mom, lived with my grandparents. I idolized my grandfather. I idolized him. Loved him. He was a musician, everything. On his deathbed, he looked at me and he said, why are you BSing? I was like, Papa, what are you talking about? He must have been hallucinating or whatever, but he was looking at me clearly. He was like, no, nah, you, you BSing. What's wrong? Like, what are you scared of? I would have never had that conversation with him had I not been living at home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything happens for a reason. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Had, I, had I not been living at home, being in his presence, getting his tutelage the most I could by the time the end of his life, if I hadn't had that, I don't know how I would be today. Yeah. 
Well, it you doesn't know? make sense then will eventually make sense always. in your future. Yeah. Always, always. And for that, that's when I could say, yeah, rhyme and reason for everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. rhyme and reason for everything. And and so that's why even with always. You, you know, with the two of you here, like that's why I was so glad that you guys were willing to share and expose yourselves and talk about this in a very, you know, organic manner because I hate people that judge people about it. Cause yeah, it, I mean, I'm not a judgmental person in general. I mean, that's just my in my nature. Um who am I to judge? Yeah, as, as they say, who am I to judge? Is, yeah. there, is there anything that you guys would like to say to people out there living with their parents, parents you know, adults living with parents? Listen, I, I would just say, you know, uh, cherish every moment. Um, take time to make time for them. Uh, you know, sometimes it's just have a normal conversation. You yeah. know, just, just not, not the everyday, hey, love you, talk to you later. You know what I mean? Like, hey, sit down with them. Hey, what's going on? What's, you know? Pick their brains a little bit. Sometimes yeah. having those conversations, you know, may lift up, lift their spirits, yeah. especially if you're in the right state of mind. Um, I like to think that, you know, the longer I live there, the more years I'm adding to their lives. You know, at least that's my hope because, you know, that's with everything true. going on and, and COVID hitting, I felt like I was a voice of reason that just, you know, made them made them think about, you know, certain decisions that they might have not made if I wasn't there or they yeah. might have went. Things might have been different if I if I wasn't in the house. Because, yeah. you know, not everything that, you know, you you hear is the truth. And uh, sometimes you just need that, that that voice of reason. And sometimes it has to the messenger has to be somebody who is just close to you. Yeah, that's real, man. Beth, what you feel? Um, I want to say is, um, you know, if you're at home, pick and choose your battles. Pick and choose them because before you do start, just look back on a lot of other things. Um because then, then you might kick yourself in the butt. God forbid, you know, uh, things went south. So pick and choose your battles, and you know, stay open with your parents. Be very honest. Be open-minded with them um, if you're able to have those type of conversations. Because then they'll be able to understand you better. Because if you're closed off, they're just not going to know who you are, and they're only going to see what they see. And then it's going to create more controversy for yourself. So it's just better to be open and pick and choose your battles. For sure. That's real. Ty, how you feel, man? Well, first of all, Mike T and Beth Ann, two of you are blessed to have your parents because there are a lot of people out here that don't have their parents with them. Very much so. You know, and they wish they had their parents with them. And both of your stories speaks volumes about strong families. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm the social media stuff is like yeah. whatever, you know, y'all have strong families. Mm-hmm. And y'all are a product of strong families. Yeah. So it's a blessing. Y- y'all been saying it all night, a blessing, and that's what it is, is a blessing. You know, and I think people when they look at that, they don't have that and they want that. Yep. And they express themselves in a negative way. Yep. In doing so. You that's know? what I'm saying. But the two of you are blessed. Yeah. Thank you. That's it. Thank you. Appreciate it. That's real. No, and that's 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 the realest thing I can say. Y'all yeah. definitely blessed. Uh, family is something that we don't choose. A lot of times we're, we're just chosen into that family by grace of God. That's who, you know, that's who picked us for those families. So if you have a supportive family, you have supportive family members, yeah, you, that's invaluable. You can't put a price tag on that. Um, for all those, I like to say the people who are in families that are have conflict, um, but you're still living at home, or families that are, you know, you can't stand each other right now, um, just find a way to love each other in a different in a different aspect. Try to turn those negatives those negatives into positives, so that you can you know both of y'all can exist. 
coexist in the way it needs to be. You'll move out soon. Don't worry. I promise. You get out there soon enough. There's some resources out there for you to get your own house, your own all that good stuff. But just take your time. You know, know that whatever situation you're in is temporary, but there's lessons involved in it. So take those lessons, live them, survive them, and stop judging people who live with their parents for crying out loud. Family, please stop judging them. Because believe me, they got circumstances. Don't ask them what's wrong with them. Ask them what happened to them. I guarantee they'll feel better. Um, Ty, anything you want to say before we roll out, brother? Everything has been said, man. Again, we have two people here that bless families and... It was a great conversation tonight, too. Yeah, yeah man. Actually, it, it, was a great it, conversation. it sure was. It's definitely there, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, that's what I'm Same here. Same here. I, mean, <laughs> we love, I thank y'all for coming on, man. Yeah, we appreciate you. Beth, Beth came last. I've been eager to come on. But she sure has. I told you she talked to me all the time about the podcast. So she finally gets in here. And now she, when I talk <laughs> to her afterwards, she's going to have me something too. to say, right? I'm usually the one that's amused over here. She's, yeah, she's, she's already telling me, like, this is what you need to be doing. You need to do this. You need to do that. You need to go ahead. You need to go ahead and get your marketing right. Like, yeah, I know, B. I know. I got you. But um, both of these individuals have, have been extremely supportive of the podcast and the team pretty much from day one. From the first time I met them and they found out we had a podcast, they have been extremely supportive and everything. Beth listens to our, to our podcast when she was going to work in the morning. I still rock the shirts. <laughs> she, still got the, she definitely has the shirts. Mike listens listens um, when he's at work. I come to work the next day. Mike be like, yeah, man, that was a great conversation y'all had, man. That was great. That was fantastic. So, that's what you was talking yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, so this, you know, to have, to have y'all come on and be a part of it, I've been wanting to have y'all on, to, not even together, but just have y'all on the show. And this, I thought this, this was this was fitting. Um, I always tell people it's really hard to share. It's not easy. You have to be brave. You have to have courage to really put yourself out there and talk about those things. So I greatly appreciate you. I'm sure the family appreciates you. The team appreciates you, man. So from the bottom of my heart, thank y'all. Thank y'all for coming on for sure. No for problem, sure, man. Sure. Appreciate you having us. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yes. But we're going to end the show right here. Remember, family, call us with your comments or questions at 215-472-0881. Again, that's 215-472-0881. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. It's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. And again, family, we're still in a situation where we got to show each other love. So that's that's out there. Let's show, show love, not hate. And spread truth, not lies. Make sure we listen to each other objectively, not subjectively. Make sure that we, we, we take other opinions into our life. Because sometimes the way you feel about it might not be correct. And sometimes you need a different point of view. So I thank y'all for listening to Jimmy Bond's podcast, WPEB Radio. My man Ty, my brother Mike, my sister Beth. We out. Peace. <laughs>